Hey, this is Miles Tails, and you're listening to an episode of Dragon Pod Z. Now, this is a new episode for all of you, but it's been sitting in the archives for a few months now. Uh, instead of talking about a movie like we usually do, uh, Garen and I will be discussing what-if situations, the things that we would like to see in Dragon Ball movies. I think it was a it was a fun time for the both of us, and I think you'll have a good time listening to it. So, without further ado, this is Dragon Pod Z, the What If episode. Are they? They're okay. <laughs> yeah, I had one. Yeah, it was nice. It was nicely smoky. They they got that charbroiled flavor in there. It was pretty good. I heard they got an improbable burger now, and it's kind of cool. <laughs> like freaking Taco Bell? Is that Mexican? <laughs> is that like a? Is that like that one Taco Dorito guy from that '70s show? What's his name? Is it Frez? <laughs> yeah, Frez. <laughs> that guy made that funny listing. He kind of sounded like my bro- my cousin who's kind of a homo. But, like, I knew him and he made me laugh. You know what, poor guy, he tried to get all the ladies. <laughs> but they just didn't understand him. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. I, was, I, I, I want to do that as a bit. I want to be two Midwestern dudes. You just don't know what the fuck. Uh, like, I feel like that's so offensive to everybody from Wisconsin. Like, I feel like they would listen to us. Not not only just because we're doing that, but to them, we're probably doing it poorly. Oh, I know I'm doing it poorly. For some reason, I went to, like, Jewish New Yorker. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 go, I go through the cycles of both of those because they sound so, like, similar to me. And it's probably because, like, the, I think it's because of the Irish thing. Mm. But it's still so funny to me. But dude, we are live. We've been recording for a minute and a half. We got part of that bit. Oh, we've been recording? Just for a little bit. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. (laughs) Welcome to the next episode of Dragon Pod Z. And this one is, uh, we're not talking about a movie today. Well, we are talking about a movie, but we're not talking about one that exists yet yes so essentially we are we had the conversation about our ideas of like what what we'd imagine like in like the new dragon ball z movies would be like and or like things like concepts like that would that you could do with it and miles had the idea of doing an episode on it so here we are and the thing is is that um the thing is, is that I don't think that it would take a lot of money. I don't think that hey, people. I, I know that they were that a lot of people think that a, a Dragon Ball Z movie would have to have a really big budget, and clearly that did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all it really needs is just uh, like people who really care. Just have writers who really care. They understand the show. They understand like the concepts in the show. They care about the show. And, you know, they're true fans themselves and not just people who are just like, God, Goku, what's a Goku? Is, is that, that going to make me money? <laughs> is that is that is that Goku a guy? How he goes to places? Is that what he is? With his <laughs> yellow hair? I heard he 
didn't like that freezer guy. There's a lot of yelling in this show. There's yeah, a lot of yelling. I, I kind of want to say, turn down the volume and talk about it. <laughs> so that, is, that, that does get really New Yorker, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to realize that I guess like super New Yorker. But yeah, so we both came. So we basically both like I came up with a couple of like just premises and ideas on what like like things that they could do. And like I know you have like a really like you thought about yours pretty deeply. Um, I didn't think about the story. Okay, bam, I did think about a story just a little bit. Um, so I don't have the story fully fleshed out because I was really just working on um the concept of a saying, right? That's what I was thinking about. That's what I studied up on, and I think I have some pretty interesting conclusions. <clears throat> so. Uh, who should go first? Um, you know, what? I'll take the lead on this one. All right, I'll, I'll just pitch one of my one of my like insanely stupid ideas about Dragon Ball Z. because these are just concepts that I thought about that I made up. I was like, okay, like why didn't they do this? So, okay, for we have to set up some rules though. So let let's just the the rules are basically we're we're going off of the with the idea that. Whatever is canon is canon, or at least what we think is canon, that's debatable. But essentially, we're to make things easier, we're coming up with stories or concepts or ideas that could still work with or without the the large portion of the Dragon Ball Z movies needing to be applied to it. So, like, if you if you're of the if you're of the camp that um, uh, Android thirteen or or um, or any of these other or like let's say a uh, bio broly or whatever like let's say any of those movies aren't canon then this idea could work still work in the universe that could be canon and it could still work in the universe if, if these movies count to you so Copy going that. Off that, okay so going off that premise i had an interesting idea that like like just the premise of like what would be what could constitute a really good movie so we see a lot about like goku going through his trials and tribulations and all these things, I would be, I think, I think one thing that we haven't seen enough of that I would like to see more are, is a movie centered around Trunks and Goten, but as like teenagers, like, like as mm-hmm. like them being older, because I feel like there's a lot of potential there that GT just did not do. I mean, there's a lot of potential that G- GT just missed out on, but that was one of them where I was like, okay, because you, you see Goten and Trunks as, like, kids, right? And it's interesting how they're just, like, these two little, like, shit weasels that, that figure out how to do fusion, and then they, they become insanely powerful. But at the same time, I was thinking about that, like, imagining a world or a universe where, or a movie where they were older, and they kind of, like, took the mantle of being like the new like the new Goku Vegeta kind of like dynamic. Okay. That's essentially what they are. Is like they're they're they are like or at least I thought when I watched the show that they were set up to be that. And I feel like that would be a really cool concept like like to make a movie that uh, that's centered around them being older like actually being like like like, like basically, like having their own like cool kind of adventure and story, and maybe if you want, like, like you could play with the story in many different ways. Like, you could do something like, um, like some 
like Goku and Vegeta and uh, and the parents are on vacation somewhere and they're going to hang out with um, what's his name? They're going to hang out with uh, beers for some reason just because and <laughs> they and they leave and then some some crazy ish goes down on Earth while they're gone and they have no idea about it. And you have these two that are basically just trying to figure out like, oh, if our dads were here, what would they do? And then they would like try to figure it out. Okay. And like yeah. you could do it like that. You could do it many different ways. But yeah, that's that. This so basically, long story short, is just a movie centered around Goten and Trunks. I I do agree that um in GT there was a lot of missed potential. You kind of saw a little bit of Goten. Actually, no, you saw very little Goten. Um, at the, I believe the only thing that we really saw of Goten was that he was interested in girls <laughs> and that he wasn't really keeping up with his training. <laughs> yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Trunks, uh, Trunks gets on a spaceship and, um, because Goten is, uh, flirting with his girlfriend on the phone, he misses the spaceship and, uh, Pan jumps on. But anyway, yeah, there was a lot of missed potential there and it's kind of like they, they, I guess they didn't really think about that. Um, so, where would your story, where would your movie begin? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, well, I, I uh, there's like, because there's a lot of ways you could do it. Like, you could probably, you could do one of two things. You could either do it like, like something along, because if we're going to go with like the Toriyama kind of goofy slash, um, like very goofy but also very like high action and all these things like that you would have to go from the premise of um you know, i I, th- I like the idea of the premise of like something happens to go goku and vegeta where they just cannot be there to save the day so okay. you have to have you have to rely on goten and trunks to save the day and the kind of the the, the way it'll begin is like oh typical thing and whatever blah blah and they're goofing around and then goku and vegeta are like you you kids are goofing around or i don't know something like that something along the lines of like them saying like you guys need to be more responsible in these things and then something happens and goku like whatever whatever take your pick goku and vegeta they they fall into a black hole or something like it really doesn't matter the point is is that they they, they're taken out of the equation so now the only two people left <laughs> we can just <laughs> they're like oh and, or like or like Goku's and, and Gohan's also not in the equation. So basically like for the, they're the only Saiyans that could actually do anything about it, go Goten and uh Trunks. Yeah. So it's like them like work, working together, figuring stuff out. And then like kind of in a cool way and this will be a really good like marketing thing too, is that you could uh, show their fusion again this time as as them being older and so it'll be like the reveal of Gotenks but like older more mature like cooler Gotenks yeah I was actually gonna I'm glad you said that because I was gonna say that that's something that you have to do in this movie you absolutely mm-hmm. have to it has to include Gotenks um, okay so that's just the thing so the beats that we would have that you would have to hit in your story for that, um, like like you said, the goofy intro, maybe they're training or and it turns into a it 
it turns into a game for them or they're training and all of a sudden they start not fighting but arguing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Trunks used the move and Goten didn't think it was fair. It's, and, you know, it Trunks is maybe Trunks is something, uh, doing something like the only reason you don't think it's fair because it overpowered you or uh, because you don't know how to dodge it, you know, something crazy like that. And um, they start bickering and that's when Goku and or Vegeta appear and they're just like, why aren't you training? What is this? Like, you guys are being foolish. You're being idiots, whatever. Or, um, or you know what? They don't even have to be in the movie at all. Uh, they may not have to be in the movie at all. But another thing that happens sometimes in these movies is that characters just don't appear. And the question as to why is never answered. Um, we saw, I mean, for example, when Broly returned, um, when we uh, when they found out that Broly was on Earth <laughs> for some reason, for reasons, <laughs> for reasons, this is <laughs> um, yeah, okay, yeah, we find out at that point. Okay, Goku is dead, so that's where he is. But where the hell is Vegeta? You know, he fell into a black hole. I guess where was Piccolo? Um, Piccolo is mentioned, but he never makes an appearance in that movie. Um, you know. Why is it that it's um, child Gohan and child Trunks and Videl for some reason (laughs) fighting against Broly? And why isn't Gohan with them? Why does Gohan have to? Anyway, they're just not there. (laughs) Um, So while they're bickering, uh, and another thing that happens in these movies is that it kind of it elevates pretty quickly, right? So Goten and Trunks are bickering. And then, boom, explosion happens. Bad guy appears. Okay. Yeah, that could work. It's like, whatever the explosion is, um, sometimes the bad guy is... Actually, no, at this point, we don't even see the whole bad guy. Um, At this point, we see him. We'll see a part of him. Or we'll see a shadow or something like that. Well, what do you think of like? So I like how you're like you're going into it like that because I think one of the tropes that we saw from watching a bunch of the older DBC movies was like we would see the henchman before we'd see the bad guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like they would like it would be the main baddie, but then he would have like two or three um like side dudes like henchmen dudes that would like you would need to fight before you would fight the main dude yeah and um as was pointed out by team four star one's effeminate <laughs> one's strong but stupid <laughs> and the other one has weird powers <laughs> they do that every even you can even you know what's funny about that i i bet i bet you anything like even that trope is still used today so in like marvel movies probably You know, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch some, but I'm pretty sure it. Is. I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Like you have, at least you have strong and stupid, and then like someone who's who might be a little, who might be effeminate but smarter or something like that. But anyway, yeah, you have to have something like that. Um, so we see the henchman appear, and so I mean, 
the general MacGuffin of the show or any of the movies are the Dragon Balls, right? Like, if it's not someone who's going for Goku's life, or, I mean, it could be someone going for Goku's life. He's like, where's Goku? We're looking for the Goku. Because, <laughs> you see, it's interesting because I, I... Okay, here's a question for you. Do you think it's easier for, in this situation, for it to be, some, the, the premise to be something like, um, something happens to Goku and Vegeta on Earth, or is and then that's when go go uh, Goten and Trunks have to be there, or is it the opposite? Like Goten and Trunks somehow fall into like some kind of black hole and they end up somewhere else and they need to get back home. Hmm. Because it well, I'm just I'm not even saying this like from like a like a cool Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. I'm mostly saying this from like a writer's perspective. It might just be it might be easier to set up the premise. Of like an outside force, because because then it'll play out to what you were saying about like how like the um how like they're getting they're getting chewed out by their dads because they're not training hard enough and not working together and all these things and now they're literally like they're trapped in a situation where they need to be able to like man up and do everything perfectly right. I actually know the black hole works. Um... So they're bickering and then a portal appears or they just disappear and they appear before generic scientist number 32. <laughs> who was um, who was actually looking to kidnap Goku and Vegeta, um, but he ends up with their sons instead because yes. of a slight miscalculation. That make that is such that is and that's very classic DBZ too because like it, it's it's always that thing of like that that that, that those little things of like how uh, these scientist dudes or like whatever or basically anybody who the non the non sane humans um it's that thing that they would do where like they 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 they're trying to use all their ingenuity and everything like that to top Goku but then Goku just because he's a naturally talented and super powerful super alien he just goes like oh what is that and as in, in being hit the being bumbly and gullible and all that that he is he still wins in the end so it'll be funny like that, that this scientist dude f-sub gets the wrong two sands and then <laughs> they go like oh this will be easy though I'll, I'll like i'll take them out and blah blah, blah. and then they didn't they don't realize that oh yeah right they're the sons of these two Saiyans, and they're probably extremely powerful. Uh, do we have to answer the question as to why? Uh, I mean, I guess we should. Like, it, it would be just some half-ass story. <laughs> um, or, or no. Uh, we were hoping to get Goku and Vegeta so that they could save us from this evil. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, oh, so that that would be interesting. So, like, we could you could put it from the perspective of like, oh, like the great Saiyans are here, the ones that saved, the ones that stopped Frieza and all this stuff, and then they look and they just, oh, hey guys, what's up? And they're all just like, you know, that face where they're like, uh, like, <laughs> who are like, you? <laughs> Why is that kid's hair purple? <laughs> and they're just like, oh, you, and and then they have the moment of like, oh, you're talking about our dads, right? 
and then they just re- and then they all realize, oh, we fucked up. Yeah, not actually, yeah. Um. So, what is the what is the threat? Is it another sand, or is it um? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could be like okay, because we've established the. Uh, go ahead. I got it. The tuffles. This is our chance to reintroduce the, to reintroduce the tuffles into the world. Okay. Yeah, like because I feel like they were underutilized in GT, and I feel like this will be a really good time to like talk about like because they were kind of vital. Like it, it, it made sense. Like. Well, here, okay. Here's the thing that confuses me about it, and this is why I think like it, it's it's a good idea to put the tuffles in there because I think like this it'll be it, like you said it'll be a really cool way to reintroduce them. But my only reservation about it is that, which is the thing that I've always had a reservation about the tuffles and the, their story in general, was how like it made it basically made the Saiyans look stupid right essentially because the whole idea was that the saiyans never accomplish anything technologically they basically just like conquer the tuffles and then took all their shit <laughs> isn't that essentially what happened um kinda but the saiyans were being um the saiyans were kind of cuckolded by Frieza and his army anyway. So at that point, I think that they were just doing whatever Frieza wanted them to do. Um, King Vegeta was just like, there's no way I can defeat this guy. He's super powerful. Like we, In order to survive, we must serve him. Um, and not to say that they wouldn't have done that anyway, because I think, if I remember correctly... And I did look into this, but if I remember correctly, they were conquering planets anyway. Like, they were a warrior race. They were born to fight. And they were flying out into space, taking over planets anyway. But when Frieza stumbled across them, he kind of organized them in a way to take up planets, I guess, more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, so they probably... Hmm. Hey, honestly, I don't think that. Hmm. I think that kind of just makes them one thing, and it's just like we are brutish warriors, <laughs> and that's really all they, um, all they really could be, uh, as pure Saiyans. Because um, even when we look into Dragon Ball Super, um, what is the planet called? Is this still Planet Vegeta? No, it's not Planet Vegeta. They named it. They called it something else. Wait, and for the the Saiyan's planet? Uh, yeah. No, it's still Vegeta. And Super? I'm pretty sure it's still Planet Vegeta. Like, wait, are, wait, but like you're talking about the planet that blew up. Like, there's no like not the new world or anything. It's still, it, it was always Planet Vegeta. The like I think um in the in the alternate universe where uh, Kaba comes from. Mm-hmm. I thought that they called it something else because it, in that world, oh, in, in I, that I, universe, Frieza never came, so they still lived on their original planet. Maybe, yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, it wasn't very technologically advanced. They were still a warrior race. Um, and it's not to say that they were stupid, but they were, because they weren't stupid, they were just warriors, you know what I mean? They were brilliant fighters. That's what they were born to do, and that's what they did. They fought. They were, like, um, even their physiology, when you look at their physiology, and this is what I, <laughs> this is what I've been really looking into. Um, Vegeta even says that they age at a slower rate so that they can fight longer. Um, so that's really all they're about. I, Vegeta isn't really angry. He just wants to fight everybody. <laughs> and it's, and it's legitimately in his DNA. There's nothing he can do about it. I mean, not that there's anything he would want to do about it. Um, even Goku, as friendly as he is, he wants to fight everybody. He is your best friend if you can give him a good fight. So, which is always really funny to me. That, like he beats the crap out of you, and then afterwards he's like, "Hey, you're pretty fun. Let's hang out." It's like imagine like that in real life. I was like, "Oh, how'd you guys meet? How you guys started hanging out as friends?" Yeah, we got in a bar fight. And I respected him, so we're now friends. <laughs> I think that happens more often than you think. <laughs> um, so this situation could... So basically, the, t- the total Tuffle situation could have happened. But it, I think it probably could happen um, in canon. Or it could have happened in canon. Eventually. Um... If if it hasn't happened, then we just don't know about it. But if that's the case, then it's not really canon, is it? <laughs> True. That makes sense. Ah. Uh, well, that's 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 the extent of my of my one of my stupid ideas. Well, what's? But I, I really want to talk about your idea because I, I think like I think you have a way you have a really interesting concept that I think we could explore. Um. So. My idea just, I I wanted, okay, so I actually kind of liked some of the things from Dragon Ball Evolution, and and not not a lot of them. (laughs) I'm going to say not a lot of them, but I liked some pieces of it. (laughs) Like, okay, so Goku didn't go to school. So that that, that guy, he shouldn't have been Goku. His name shouldn't have been Goku. Goku wasn't an angsty teenager um, who was like, uh, who was pining after a girl in his school. That wasn't him. That wasn't his character at all. Exactly. But if we take a Saiyan and we say that he's generations after Goku's been around, um, I mean, they live so freaking long. So I don't know, let's give it 500 years or something like that. It's 500 years later. The planet Earth is. There, there are some sayings, right? Or they're, if they're not, no, they're not fully saying. None of them would be fully saying. There are just humans running around with the saying, I'll call it the saying genome or something like that, you know? Um, they're humanized, and but they still have this urge to fight. They still have this urge to... Actually, no, they still have this urge to fight. They still feel like warriors, but they can't be warriors because they're on the planet Earth. So they're angsty. <laughs> they're anxious. They don't know what to do with themselves. Um, 
they may not be taking up a martial art. They may not be training. So they're kind of like, so they're in a lot of ways, they really do act like normal human beings. Um, and the, they act like they look like they're as strong as normal human beings on your normal day to day level. You know what I mean? Um, and the example that I have of that is the GT movie, Goku Jr. Or the GT movie about Goku Jr. Um, I think he's Goku's great grandson. Or See, I, uh, no, his great, 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 great grandson. Yeah, great, great grandson. Because uh, Pan is his granddaughter and Pan was Goku Jr.'s grandmother. Okay, yeah, great, great grandson. Um, that kid even though he is obviously part saying he's never trained a day in his life. So he's not very strong. He's not very fast. Um, at least, you know, in normal day-to-day life, except for when he's extremely stressed. Um, and when this, when he's extremely stressed, that's when he's able to do things like tr- jump to the top of a tree <laughs> in one leap. Yeah. Or, uh, he'll, what else did he do? Oh, he, um, he actually goes Super Saiyan uh, by the end of the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> he goes Super Saiyan uh, by the end of the movie because he really wants to save the life of a of a of an animal. Um, but outside of those two points, he's he's acts like a normal human. Um. So anyway, we're on the planet Earth. We have it's it's hundreds, maybe even thousands of years in the future. We have humans with the same genome. Um, we focus in on our main character. I don't know what should we call him. Fucking not Goku. <laughs> okay, main character, not Goku. Uh, the way this is a wor- this is a working name right now. We're 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 in development <laughs> phase. Uh. Not Goku has bullies. Is he's in school? He's kind of puny. He does have bullies, and the reason why they're bullies is because they're also Saiyans, and they're kind of training, and they 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 have they know how to fight and everything, but they don't have they outside of the dojo, they have no reason to use it, so they take it out on, you know, someone who can take it, and that person is Goku is not <laughs> that person is not goku <laughs> um, sorry the, it, it works it works but that person is this kid not goku who can take it because of the saiyan genome which while he's not very strong he is very durable um he can you know be pushed off of buildings or you know get beat down or whatever but it doesn't really hurt him uh, and if you if you want to really dig into the world building, um, scientists and doctors they don't really know why this is. They're just like, oh, sometimes kids are just stronger than they should be, you know? Or uh, yeah, um, but then yeah, yeah, scientists and doctors they don't really know what to make of it. Like it's just, it just is what it is. They just think that they're normal humans. They act like normal humans. I mean, just like whenever you see Goku in the hospital and he heals really quickly, 
or he's healing faster even before he takes a sense of being the doctor's always like i'm super amazed but you still need to stay in bed um where was i gonna go okay so basically there's something happens to not goku that causes him to freak out right um On the bullies. He freaks out on the bullies. They push him so hard. He finally decides to fight back. Um, and I'll even go on to say that first, let's pull some bullshit out of our ass <laughs> about him being part of the main, the main bloodline of Goku, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for this reason, he's able to explode just like Goku Jr. did, just like Gohan does, just like we've seen Baby Pan do. Well, she didn't really explode, but she has these innate ten. She can fly as a baby, even though she shouldn't know how. Mm-hmm. And he takes them out. And the bullies are immediate. Or they're his friends. I don't know. How many bullies should there be? Two? Should there be two bullies, or should it be one bully? And, like, I'm one always- man. I- I'm very minimalist with that kind of stuff, so I would say, like, one bully. But if, if you want to create dimension, because I feel like the only reason, like, you would create multiple bullies in that way is just to, like, kind of, like, because a lot of those those multiple, like, those multi-bully crew things or whatever, they're there literally just for, like, bodies. And also because it's easier to have a bunch of, a group of bullies than to develop character for one of them. You know what I mean? Okay. Then, so unless, unless this bully is going to be like a real integral part of the story, then having a gang of bullies is easier. But if it's going to be one, then you kind of want to develop their character into something um, more or less like plausible. All right, boom. Then let's make it one main bully, and then let's give them just give the main bully just one henchman. All right, we'll say that this bully is Vegeta is Vegeta's bloodline, right? Uh, that sets up that whole rivalry, uh, or they, and then it also follows the the anime trope that the first bad guy usually becomes the friend. <laughs> yeah, which that that totally makes sense. Like in that way, like it it fits with the rest of the story. Uh, so we have not Goku and we have not Vegeta, um. They get into a fight and they end up res- and uh, not Vegeta ends up respecting not Goku more. Uh, but of course, not Goku being the angsty kid that he is, he's just like, I still don't fucking like you. <laughs> uh, it, I guess we're kind of go for the end of um, we're kind of taking the end of the karate kid of the first karate kid and bringing it at the beginning of the movie. And then we're going to go from there. Like, not Vegeta's like, you're all right, not Goku. And not Goku's like, you know what, man? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now uh, we kind of cut to the world building. And then we cut to, like, the world building. And this is the main antagonist. And, you know, forgive me for kind of sort of going just a little political with this and a little um no it's not really political but with the fact that the government uh 
while scientists don't really know how to make heads or tails with it, the government is seeing this and they're just like cha-ching. We have ourselves an army here uh, or weapons. We have ourselves weapons here with these people mm. who have this strange genetic factor in them. Uh, like they're more durable. Um, they may not start off super strong, but if we train them, then they become stronger and they figure out that they can train them harder than, you know, other, uh, other soldiers. Uh, and as a result of harder training, they become stronger and stronger and stronger. And, but none of those, uh, I mean, they, they may not become super Saiyan, but they do become really strong Saiyans, uh, at base. And, I mean, that's all we really can say about that there. Uh, but, uh, so, okay, that's the thing. How do you bring those two, like, that entity together with the entity that we've started with, not Goku and not Vegeta? Um, I feel like, because I, I feel like part of the, the idea of of this premise, and this could probably, like, because this is just my opinion on it, is like, I feel like the premise of it with the world is set up in a way to have like a villain that really is the antagonist, is like the anti, like Go- Goku. So it's this like it has to be this not only this whole super confident, like or like the, the anti not Goku. My apologies. So it's <laughs> basically, like I feel like in a way it needs to it needs to work with the world as well. So. Like, I remember here for you when you first told me about this, I remember thinking about the concept of, like, what does it mean to be a Saiyan in that world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what does it mean to have these kind of powers? What, like, is, if everybody's special, no one is. What does that mean? And so, because it kind of reminded me of the Incredibles in a way. Um, so, what if that was the world? Like, what if, what if the, the, like... Like... I feel like it needs to play on those themes a lot more. You got what I'm trying to say? Hmm. Like, not like, not like, like, because the story would be the same, but like, as in like, the undertones and these things would have to like play into the way of like, oh, everybody's, everybody has these kinds of powers now because we're so far into the future that like, a lot of people are better than we think they are at like being I guess you would say fighters or whatever, but or having like powers and can fly and all that. And well, now that's... it's more about like, okay, uh, what's what does that mean for the world? Like, what what does that mean for these characters? And like, how does how does it how does this dictate like the villain's motivations? Okay, then. Obviously, there are going to be people in the world who have a uh, stronger, um, what is the word I'm looking for? The, the gene is stronger in some people than it is in others. Mm-hmm. So powers will manifest in, in a lot of people, but they won't manifest in everyone. Or they'll, I won't even say a lot of people, but they'll manifest in some people, but they won't manifest in everyone. Um Especially since you're so far removed from the main bloodline, right? Uh, 
that it's just, you know, something really has to go wrong in your life. And, uh, you know, no one's life is perfect, but, you know, the like a situation like a bully at school or uh, the loss of a loved one at the hand of somebody else or, you know, yeah, things like that. Just just things that make it seem like your entire world is crashing around you. These are the situations that happen to make people's uh, powers manifest. Mm -hmm. And this is what makes the, uh, the big government, I guess, um, notice. Uh, this is how the big government takes notice. Mm, okay, I see what you're, trying, you're going with now. I feel like... Like, I like... Because I, I, I feel like that's really cool because it's it's a different kind of villain that we really don't see that much in in the Dragon Ball kind of universe. And also this would be a really weird Dragon Ball Z movie too. Like this is this would be so left field. Which is good. Like I feel like I feel like the the Dragon Ball canon needs something really left field, you know what I mean? Toriyama would never go for it. <laughs> I mean if if we pitched it in the right way, this seems like this seems like something like like that toy animation or whatever would do if Toriyama was still was not involved at all, but alas, he's back. Yeah, yeah, no, you kind of wonder if they were going in this direction after watching the Goku Jr. movie. <laughs> but I mean, I right. wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, that's, the, that's always the weird thing about it. It's like, I don't know what direction they were trying to go in with that, but I feel like, I feel like the thing I love about the thing I like about this premise, like from a basic, like like not basic, but is it from like a foundational point of view, is that it's different and it provides a new take on the world and these powers and how how like how you can make it interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I don't know, like I I I always thought about it from like the Incredibles perspective, like to bring that up again is. Because just it's like the idea that if all of these Saiyans now can pretty much do whatever they want and not do whatever they want, but like now that they, they can be that they're everywhere, what does that mean for the end? What does that mean for like the balance of power? Like what what is what do the villains look like in this in this new world in this story? Like what uh, what's the what's the motivations of the world? Because before it was just like oh, these a bunch of people want to kill, saying like, uh, like they want to like destroy the world and all that's standing between destruction of the earth, and them are a bunch of saints. But like what? But like a thing I like about this is that it leaves room for the idea that okay, what if we're the villains or like what if like the, like it's not like some alien from another planet it's actually like somebody from this universe or from this world because like it because it kind of ends up being the opposite of like how naruto ended because naruto started in that way of like oh there's it's there's lots of pol there's lots of like politics involved there's nations fighting each other um and all these ninjas have different abilities and and different things that they do 
and it was great. And then eventually it just led into like aliens and weird shit <laughs> and like stuff that I was just like, what are you, what? It's stuff that didn't seem like it really belonged in that world, uh, especially since it was, um, but that's like the beauty of, you know, playing in the Dragon Ball universe is like, okay, so, uh, like, okay, let's just say whatever happens, like whatever the conflict is that happens on the planet Earth, it there are aliens out there that could take notice, come to Earth and, you know, try to take it over. Right. Um... But the other thing about this world is remember that Namekians live for a really long time. Yeah. So we have to, so there could be a situation where, uh, say, Dende um, is still around or the descendant of Dende is still around. Uh-huh. And he takes notice of this and the first they they end up actually going to him to unlock their powers oh uh, hang on do the dragon ball still exist in this world like that's if a there's... good question yeah I, I i didn't really i didn't really think about the dragon balls but um yeah if they do exist like do our characters even know about them or do they just hear about them in legend and decide to go looking for them? Ah, boom. That's what it is. Fuck. Oh, so like the Dragon Balls haven't been found in like decades and like they don't even know if it's real or not. It's been so far removed that it's like, it's like El Dorado in that way where they don't believe that it really ever existed. Yeah. Yeah, so like we have this government who's who's taking um, these sort of sayings um, and training them to be as close to the sayings as they can be. So they're going around and they're they're basically fighting other nations. Um, they're they they kind of are fighting other nations, but like you know the other nations aren't really part of our story but you know the government is actually kidnapping people and our two main characters are on the run and while they're on the run or before they go on the run um or even while you know while they're on the run they're kind of here they kind of uh discover that they both have heard family stories about these magical uh, balls that can grant any wish um and they're like hey maybe we can use these to fight the government. Hmm. I feel like, but like we we have to create characters. So what's like who who is the like the villain in the government? You know what I mean? Like we have to pick a guy. Like it has to be like some like some dude in there, some bureaucratic <laughs> lame dude, but like he also has like really malicious kind of intentions behind what's going on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Apparently, I might have unplugged my microphone, so I'm not sure how much of that was actually... Rec- Did you hear everything? Yeah, I heard you. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, I'm just freaking out. All right. No, you're good, dude. Um, <laughs> no, what I was saying was that... Um, 
we need to, there there needs to be like a centralized villain in all of that like from from like it can't just be like these a group of like faceless bureaucratic dudes like it has to be like we have to focus on a dude uh in uh, the trope of uh, there's a trope of anime where there's always an adult that the kids trust who ends up being the bad guy mm-hmm. um so it could be a teacher um or you or just be like done? or or maybe like cuz or maybe it could be like some like that that like that character of like some of um, basically it'll be like one of the bureaucrats or whatever is like really curious about finding the Dragon Balls because they want to use it for like, oh, we could solve all the, we could solve all of our problems if we just created, as for a perfect society, we wouldn't have to deal with this. But then you find out later on that one of the dudes who you thought was trying to get the Dragon Balls just for that, you realize, oh, no, he didn't do it for that reason. He did it to gain, I don't know, like, ultimate power. And basically do what, um, basically do what everybody with the Dragon Balls wanted to do, which is, like, get riches or be immortal, but basically, like, he wanted, this dude wanted to be, like, we find out, like, that's, like, the, the twist it's like, I never wanted this for blah, blah, blah reason. I wanted this to be unstoppable and take over the world. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Make it seem... Crazy. Could his wish be that he wants to be a full Saiyan? It's like, I want to be a full-blooded Saiyan. <laughs> and, then, oh, and, and then, like, achieve, like, achieve, like, powers like that matched Goku. Yeah. He'd be able to... He would most definitely be able to take over the world um or yeah uh like i want to be as powerful as a super saiyan blue (laughs) or something or uh or i want to achieve um ultra instinct or something like that because that's the most powerful form of goku right now yeah or like or even even if we wanted to keep it simple we would he would it would just wish to be the uh just become the most powerful Saiyan ever. Mm. And that way it'll be like, oh crap. But then for somehow, some way, some reason we could figure out a way for our he- for our not Goku hero to uh save the day. Uh he could be like, I wish to be just like Broly or something like that. Actually that's pretty that- or maybe like he just unlocks this insane power of, of his and then figures out a way to beat this dude. Um I kinda I like that because you have um because I that was where I was going with the Dende character. Like he or like the Dende descendant and like this character would unlock the hidden potential within not Goku and not Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Um but in that case so basically he the, the the dragon balls would be like a steroid right um yeah you you have all this insane power but you didn't get it the right way so you don't really know how to use it um but then the dende character unlocks the potential and yeah it gives them a boost but they still have to train in order to get the full um 
effects of the but of the boost, right? So yeah, he un- he unlocks their potential, throws them into the hyperbolic time chamber because that's still a thing. <laughs> and they train and they come out and they're fucking badass. That'd be really tight if they were still like that would be really cool too, because there'll be that scene where they they walk in like they like de- like older Dende or whatever you want to call it walks in and goes and it's like, oh what then they 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 not go Kunavajir like, oh what's this? And like, oh like this is a place where you could train and that'll be like a cool like uh, like like something for the fans because they'll, they'll see that they'll be like, oh shit, it's like a long time game. Or like it'd be like that kind of like good fan service in there. And it really cements that this is part of the same universe. I mean, I guess if Namekians and fucking Dragon Ball wishes don't say <laughs> I guess if that's not enough, then <laughs> the hyperbolic time chamber definitely is. But uh let's see, I'm still thinking about the ultimate bad guy though. Would he be um see I would want them Okay, so I kind of want to include Capsule Corp in this a little bit, I guess. Would I probably don't even have to. I guess that's kind of by default. Um, like Capsule Corp is an actual... Capsule Corp actually runs the world similar to the way... It's like Capsule Corp is kind of like fucking... What is Elon Musk's ultimate company called? SpaceX? Um it's like yeah. SpaceX, Microsoft, and I don't know, Google all in one, and they're kind of running the world. Um, as far as products go, I mean, but you still have your government. And am I reaching for like a dystopian future where <laughs> where corporations <laughs> have more power than the government? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? That's that 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 doesn't exist today. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> of course, it's just a dystopian future. Ah, oh, shit. Nah, man, we we we're, we're approaching Too this real. <laughs> Too, Too real. real. Too real. Uh, well, you got to think about like the world of uh, Dragon Ball, right? There's a king of Earth. There's a there's a king over all of the Earth. I mean, what kind of power does he have, though? Yeah, like it's weird how there's a king of Earth, but then there's also a god of destruction, <laughs> and then there's also all these other gods, and the there's the one true god. Oh yeah, you know, of, one of true the god multiverse. He's extremely childish. Like he's he's a little alien child, which is the fun. So, like that's the funniest thing to me. But yeah, like I feel like there's, I feel like it's a good premise and a good start. I just feel like it. If we if we keep it in the context of like the Dragon Ball universe, um, we have to we we could play on the idea that it is an alternate universe, but then we could also play on the idea that there like there's some malicious intent by this by like some people within that within this bureaucratic body that want to gain like more power and it's not just about like them finding the dragon balls for like idealistic reasons see at this point um and yeah i just uh 
kind of wanted to just really just uh, as simply as possible. It's like the reason why um, the world kind of turns on itself in this way is because there hasn't been an alien threat in so long. Um, it's like, you know, after Goku defeated, um, like after the great tournament or whatever, it's like, actually, no, it was before the great tournament. Uh, at what point was it? Like right after Boo? Right after the Boo saga? No one really fucked with the earth. I mean, I guess you could say right after the Frieza saga, because Frieza was supposed to be the most powerful person in the universe, right? So after yeah. Goku defeats Frieza, then everybody's just like, hey, we shouldn't fuck with the planet Earth. Um, well, at least in the main storyline, that's what it was. In the alternate storyline, the movies, you still had the space pirates and... Well, yeah, you still had the space pirates. Yeah. Uh, but after the space pirates, everybody's just like, hey, we shouldn't fuck with the Earth. So there's no one there to... And, well, after Cell... You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> at a certain yeah, point... At a certain point, the the race does turn on itself because there's no outside threat. Um, like there's a there's a few mirrors between the Saiyans and the humans, um, and Saiyans and you know our real life this planet physical planet Earth humans is that when we don't have anything to do with our time, we do get restless and. We do need something to fight. We need something to keep moving forward. Uh, like for the Saiyans, it was just the next battle. And for humans, for every individual person, it's something different. But when we don't have something to occupy our time, then it can be detrimental to our physical and mental well-being. Um, and just to say for the within the world of Dragon Ball, within the Dragon Ball universes, uh, the things that occupied a human's time were these threats like Boo, like uh, like Majin Boo, like uh, like Cell. Um, the entire world came together to try to defeat these 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 monsters, and they failed um, <laughs> multiple times. Uh, The thing I'm getting at is that that might be the reason why you never hear about like conflicts within the Dragon Ball universe. Like they're still trying to. It's like they're always pointing, like they're always fighting something. There's always something threatening planet Earth. So the society is able to prosper and and um, excuse me, society prospers and science. Uh, Science moves forward at exponent at, at these exponential rates, or I don't know if that's the right words. Science is just continuing to move forward so that they can do things like store a car within a tiny capsule, or I mean, fuck a car, an entire house <laughs> inside these capsules, and you can carry it around with you in your pocket. Um, the only time we hear or we hear about the military is when cell attacks and they try to bomb him. They they try to they they throw fighter jets in there to bomb him. Um, so basically, what I'm getting at is after the Earth is totally safe, uh, they have there's no one else to fight, so they turn on each other. And man, that was really fucking dark. <laughs> 
I mean, but it works though. Like it actually does work. Like theoretically speaking, and also like it'll be really cool. To, I I could see this more as a series than than just a standalone movie. Like I feel like this could like really like play out into like this whole like saga of like a future DBZ kind of thing. Like they made Boruto, they might as well make this. I mean, just like you don't have to pay me for the copyright, but just put me in a writer's room. <laughs> if if anybody at Funimation or where wherever is listening to us right now, just I'll take literally just I'll take like free coffee and just a <laughs> Just give me a little bit more than what I'm making now, and then we could, and then that would be great. That will work out for me. I'm not even. I'm not asking for the world. I'm just asking to be there. It would be a really cool, just like a Netflix series, even if it's just like a one-off. I would, yeah, I am. I would be really interested to see how something, even if it's not this, but something like this that plays out. Like we don't even have to call it Dragon Ball. Uh, we don't have to call them Saiyans. Just, you know, it can just be like the fucking. The Jimbo the, Gene. <laughs> the, the, the not Dragon Ball and the not Saiyans. <laughs> can we actually sell it to Netflix like that? <laughs> like, you, put, you just put not in front of everything. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Um, um, the, the last interesting thing about Saiyans that I wanted to point out was... Um, so I've been watching... So I watched... Um, dragon uh super dragon ball heroes and uh there's something really interesting in there that i have been thinking about um and i'll try to make this as quick as possible uh i do it the same so there's a character in there and i don't to to me it's debatable whether whether super dragon ball heroes is actually canon or not um it's like an alternate reality to the alternate reality so but there is a character in there, the main protagonist at first. He's known simply as the evil Saiyan, right? And oh, uh, this dude, he's still strong. They're like the touch, <laughs> just a single touch <laughs> can <laughs> drive, they can throw your mind into chaos. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, and he, you know, he, he, he looks like a, he's a pure blooded Saiyan. He's a pure blooded Saiyan. He has his tail. Um, he loves to fight and, uh, and he turns into a great at, at one point he knows how to do the burst and mix <clears throat> and he turns to the great ape and, you know, they have to deal with that. Um, but I bring him up because he's so strong at base that he can handle super Saiyan blue Gogeta. Oh, is that the right name? I always get the two mixed up. I love Dragon Ball Z, but I can't get those two straight. <laughs> Gogeta is with the Potera earrings, right? Uh, that's Vegito. That's Vegito. Okay, he can handle Vegito. Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Um, at base, so it's 
like we already know that going Super Saiyan is a multiplayer is a multiplier is a Kaioken Super Saiyan Super Saiyan Blue blah blah whatever. They're all multipliers. You can turn into a Super Saiyan and still get defeated rather easily if you do not train your base form first. You know, which is why Goku is always training, even though he can do all these amazing transformations. Because the stronger his base form is, the stronger his transformations are. Right. So, and this one really made my imagination go wild with this whole, like, Saiyan world thing. It's like, if you really find one person and train him enough, then he's basically going to be unstoppable whether he ends up going Super Saiyan or not. And then if he does transform, oh, holy shit. But anyway, um... Well, yeah, that's it. Like, the, that's the cool thing about the Saiyans' physiology. They can be as weak as a hu- as a normal human, or they can be literally unstoppable, uh, depending on how much they fight, how much they train, how many battles they've been in. And I just thought that that was really cool, and that was a really cool detail that they put into that show. It, it's it is really cool because, like, I like the idea that. That they they kept that spirit in there of like how it doesn't matter what potential you have it just matters it doesn't that 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 won't matter unless you like work hard and train like the 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 biggest thing about Goku is as like freakishly powerful as he is he's a product of like so but he he's not he's not what you would call someone with wasted talent like he. He's a prodigal child because of the fact that he trained so much, not just because of the fact that he is a Saiyan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like that, if we, if in either of our iterations we have to keep uh, that spirit alive for it to be like for it to work better, because I I realize that like when you watch the core of these of Dragon Ball Z, is like that's what really works. It's about these guys with hard work and perseverance. It's not about their talent. Or their like natural abilities as much. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that if we keep that that theme there, that it's all about hard work and just overcoming obstacles. Um, I mean, legitimately till the very end, then this is something that could really work, and it's something that could really strike um, the core fans and. You know, it's another reason why evolution didn't work because Goku wasn't really able to do <laughs> the Kamehameha until <laughs> there was a um, there was sexual incentive. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and but yeah, not, it, it, it worked for him. I mean, <laughs> maybe they can work for not Goku. <laughs> Or yeah. not Vegeta. <laughs> if he does it for his friends, then, like, I'm sure, or, like, something like that. Something that involves, like, motivations that revolve other than vagina. So, that would be nice. To kind of give him, like, more dimension. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you have a, do you have any other ideas? Or thoughts? Um, questions i think i think mostly in my brain the thing i think about the most is like like i said is the difficult part about this isn't about like coming up with cool stories more of more 
so how coming up with stories that maintain the spirit of of the of all of this of of Dragon Ball that's what is really hard and difficult and like it's something to think and it is something to think about when creating stories like this and I encourage anybody who's listening to this if you are a fan you should be able to like come up with these stories and but always remember that to like maintain the themes and the core principles of like what it means to be like a Saiyan and all that <laughs> Saiyans are born to fight <laughs> pretty much that's pretty much it <laughs> Um, and then a, a hard example is Detective Pikachu, which I finally watched, and I fucking love that movie. I like they, they fleshed out the Pokemon universe in ways that I didn't even think were possible. And uh, what I really liked about it was that it was still a movie. Um, you can be somebody who's not into Pokemon at all, watch that movie, and still enjoy it. Like, what the fuck is a Pikachu? I don't know what a fuck a Pikachu is. <laughs> Pikachu is uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, um, just kind of... When I say pretty much, also, it's like, it, it is Ryan Reynolds just kind of being himself, but with Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, but that movie was just so dang entertaining, and it... Like, there's a, I, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but the reason, like, there's just a reason why it's the greatest video game movie of all time. Um, I really liked how uh, it wasn't just, oh, this is a trainer. He wants to be the greatest Pokemon master into, or no, sorry. He wants to be a Pokemon master. <laughs> uh, he wants to, de- he wants to defeat the Elite Four. Um, it was just something that was completely off the beaten track, uh, beaten path. <laughs> and uh, that's really, I mean, I, I, I legitimately just watched that movie yesterday, but I had been thinking about this, like that same concept for Dragon Ball for months, literally months, if not months and years. And I just think that it would be really cool just to flesh out that universe just a little bit more. Um, What we've been getting with the shows is just like, oh, there's a bad guy. Goku goes to fight him. Goku can't beat him. So what does Goku do? He gets a new transformation. And then he yeah, like Yeah, it's very Shonen-esque. Like, so I've, I've, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I feel like, like, taking it away from that shonen like tropes and putting it into like something a little bit more like dramatically i guess you could say like just have like stakes and be well written would be mm-hmm. really awesome uh, yeah that's that's kind of where i am with that So I think that's it. I think that might be it for this episode of Dragon Pod Z. Um, next if, time, if anybody like has any submissions or ideas, please let us know somehow. Like message us or whatever you need to do. Like I want, I want to be able to hear ideas. Yeah, there's actually a uh, a voicemail line um, on the anchor app and on the anchor website you know you do is click on it and you can leave a 
a minute long recording of any thoughts, ideas, or, you know, just, you know, general suggestions, or if you want to be on the show, you know, you can hit me up there. Um, and then, uh, there's the, the Instagram, my official Instagram for the everybody screwed up podcast is miles toe spelled M Y L E S T A L E S all one word. Um, you can follow me on there and, you know, drop me a line or, you know, tag me with your own ideas. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what, dude, I actually joined TikTok. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. Just for this, just for this. Oh um, yeah. It works for this. It's a really cool way to, um, to get people to pay attention to the podcast. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's 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 popular, but it's still new. So it's um, I would say if Facebook and if Instagram are oceans, then TikTok is still kind of like a lake. You can uh, put something up there, and you know a lot of people will still see it. Right, that still works. That's good. And uh. My TikTok is the same as my Instagram, Miles Tales, M Y L E S T A L E S, all one word. Um, drop me a line on there on any of the videos that I'll be posting. Um, what was I? I was going to say something though. Uh, oh, basically, I was just going to say that next time we'll be watching the second Dragon Ball Z movie, World's Strongest. Yes. That's Which gonna I, be really exciting. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm super low key excited for that one. Like, just because like, I don't, I don't think either of us have seen it in like a very long time, if at all, and it's gonna be very interesting. I've actually watched it a couple times now, <laughs> and uh, it's uh it's really cool. Like this when you step into Dragon Ball Z proper, like um, like the Dead Zone movie. That was it. Was just a taste, you know. It was a taste. There wasn't too much. Like there was a lot of fighting, but there wasn't too much. There wasn't a lot of yelling, but the yelling starts in <laughs> in World Strongest. Um, but it's not too much. <laughs> uh, it 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 is a really cool flick. It is a really cool flick. Um, and but you do have some questions at the end of it, like how the hell was that brain gonna fit inside of a normal normal sized body? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna turn in. But thanks everybody for listening to us today. I really appreciate it. And yeah, me too. And uh, yeah, this is Miles Tales and. And Garen signing off. Um, remember, everybody screwed up. But if everybody screwed up, then nobody is. Have a good night. Peace.